0: Undefeated UFC Bantamweight prospect Jack Short, thank you so much for the time today. It is awkward times in the world. How are you holding up?
1: Yes, ma'am. all good. All all, all the better now for uh, for getting a fight booked. Like you said, very weird times, but it's nice to uh, get back to a bit of normality now with with, with an upcoming fight. So fingers crossed we're we're over the hill and um, we can put this ball behind us soon.
0: Let's rewind back to uh, the week leading up to UFC London. You were supposed to fight on that card in March. Of course, they canceled it. Uh, take me through the, the the last couple of days, or even that week.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, they, they cancelled the fight on the, the Sunday before before the show, but pretty much in the in the UK, for like, sort of five, six days before that, things were, were starting to get serious. Um, like, they cancelled the, the Premier League football, the Six Nations rugby, which is a big deal over here, so all, all the big sports were getting cancelled, so, the, although obviously I hadn't been told at this stage, I sort of had an inkling that it might not go ahead, or, or it might be Behind closed doors, or there was talk of um, moving it to America on short notice, so it was all up in the air a little bit. um And then, obviously, you factor in, it, obviously, I'm, I'm weight cutting, so I'm starting to bring my weight down a little bit. And obviously, I'm still trying to train and everything. This was before, obviously, the, the gyms got closed, so it was a bit of a surreal week. And then uh, on the Sunday, then we, me, me and my coach did our usual session that we do a week before the fight, you know, so some pads and a bit of. Um, like a fight simulation, then, um, and we jumped in the sauna just just to relax a little bit after after training. And then we had a text come through to say that um, the O2 Arena had obviously cancelled all events. Um, Graham said that there was a Cage Warriors show still going air that they may try and get some UFC fights on, and there was also talk of getting some fights on in America. So he said just just you know leave it with me and I'll get back to you. Um, he came back to me then and said that. I couldn't go to America, obviously, because I didn't have a current visa. So they weren't taking no new uh, visa applications because it would have took too long for it to go through, for me to get on a flight and get over there in time. And and same with my opponent as well, obviously, being Brazilian, he would have had to get to to Vegas. And then there was talk of the cage, but again, because my opponent is from Brazil, he wasn't already in the country, so it was just they couldn't make it happen. So it was a bit surreal. And then, obviously, the following Friday, then the UK went into lockdown. So... Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm sort of glad they, they cancelled it when they did on the Sunday because it would have been even more heartbreaking if we got to the Friday, you know, weighed in, and then the night before the fight, the UK went into shutdown and and we couldn't we couldn't fight a day out. So it was tough tough to take, but at, at least we had a couple of days notice, you know, rather than you know less than 24 hours.
0: Yeah, it, it's kind of weird because a couple of the fighters that were in the in the US they actually flew over.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, I know Meatball Molly McCann was fighting an American girl Ashley Evans Smith, and she was already in the UK. Um, but I, I, I seen that they pretty much said, "Look, you got the shows off," and, and they sent her back, I think, before contemplating putting her on the cage warriors bill. So it was just a crazy week, you know. It was like we didn't know if it was coming or going, and we we'd never been in a situation like this before, you know. It wasn't like a show had been cancelled because of pullouts or injuries. It, it was because like the world was going into shutdown, so. It was a a tough one to deal with, you know, especially as well. Then you factor in like the UK government was going into lockdown. We didn't know. Well, personally, I didn't think we'd be fighting this year. I'm I'm just glad that that it's come full circle and we're actually able to get out now sort of three, four months later.
0: Some of the fighters that were supposed to be on that card, they actually went and fought on Cage Warriors that week. Uh, Was that an option for you? Because I've asked other fighters and they said, you know, I'm a UFC fighter. I'm not going to go fight in Cage Warriors. That's just not something I would do. Would that be your attitude to it too?
1: Uh, yeah, to an extent, you know, like I spent 10, ten fights with Cage Warriors as an up and coming pro. Um, obviously, I earned my shot in the UFC, had the one fight. So I think it, it would have, yeah, it, it would have took a little bit of sting, a, a little bit of wind out to my sails, I suppose, going, going back to Cage Warriors and fighting when, you know, when I was only just one. Maybe if I'd had sort of like five, six fights in the UFC and it was a chance to get paid and it was a chance to salvage a fight. Maybe I would have looked at doing it, but like you said, to to go away and have one fight in the UFC and then sort of have to go back to Cage Warriors, and this is no, this is nothing on Cage Warriors. I love Cage Warriors, and, and I I used to love fighting for them, but it, it would have yeah, it would have took a little bit away from the occasion. I think um, going there to fight, but obviously with my opponent being. Brazilian and no yeah, it it wasn't really even an option. So, you know, I didn't get put in that spot But I know you're right a lot of guys sort of said the same thing I think that they would rather just wait and and get rescheduled down the line rather than you know Sort of go back to the European scene and fight
0: the UFC They did a good thing and, and compensated everybody on the card after that. What did they what did they tell you? Were they telling you stay ready or were they telling you like we don't know what's gonna happen? so just go back home and and chill out.
1: Yeah, so the, they they obviously compensated us. Um, was kept in the dark a little bit, and then about a week or two later, um, there was like a a big video chat with Dana White. Um, and basically, you know, in all fairness to the UFC, they said, look, we're we're in strange times. They they said about the Apex and they said about um, Fight Island is going to happen, uh, but they also said, look, if you can't train and you don't feel like you know you're gonna be ready to fight. You don't have to fight. You know they 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 made it very clear that they're not putting no pressure on guys to jump in there and fight. If you don't want to fight, you know, because you don't think you're ready and you don't want to risk c- catching COVID or anything like that, and you don't have to. So they made that clear to us. Um, that you know a couple of weeks later, obviously, I think people were still sceptical as to whether fight island was a real thing. You know they kept talking about it, but there was no like location announced. There was no pictures announced. There was yeah. no dates even announced. And then I got a text about, you know, a couple of weeks, weeks ago off my manager. This was this was obviously before they announced it was in Abu Dhabi and said, um, do you want to fight on Fight Island? So obviously I said yeah, and I was like, Where's it too? And he's like, I don't know, I don't know where it is, I don't know how we're <laughs> getting there, but I, they just asked do you wanna fight? So I was relieved to hear that. Um mm-hmm. in Wales we've had the green light now where pro athletes can can train again. Mm-hmm. Although the gyms are open to the public, we can start training. And obviously, um, Brett Johns is on the card as well. So me and him have been able, we've both been tested and being able to train without you know worrying about getting you know coming down with anything. So it's, although it's been like a shorter camp than what I'm used to, it seems to have worked out well. You know, it's it's not it's been a bit of a rush rush job in the sense of you know you're fighting in five weeks and we done away and now all of a sudden you know you're right, going to a derby in a week. But you know, I. I'm just happy to, to be back in fight camp. Happy to be back preparing for a fight, and, and just looking forward to getting back in there.
0: Now, with the pandemic and the lockdown, what was the impact like for you and and, and your gym, Shore Mixed Martial Arts?
1: Yeah, it was it was terrible. Obviously, we've we had just got to a point we've been open around about six months, and the momentum we had was flying. Obviously, um, I had won my fight in the UFC. The the gym was packed to the raft, as you know, in the fitness rooms in the BJJ, that's every class we put on was part of the rafters. And then, obviously, I was meant to fight on the London card. Jack Marshman was meant to fight on the London card as well. So we had two guys from the same gym. Um, Brett Johns had just joined our team and he was due to fight in April out in America. So we had, you know, three UFC fights, but in the space of sort of four or five weeks. So, you know, every the vibe at the gym, the atmosphere was through the roof. And then, you know, the government just said, look, gyms gyms are going to close. So, it was a big hit to us. I mean, we didn't we didn't know we didn't know what was how we we're going to look financially. We didn't know um, when we'd be back open. We still don't know really. I mean, it's looking closer now than what it was back then. But you know, at the time, I think that was four months ago. So we we didn't know what to tell our members, what to tell the staff. But you know, thankfully, we've had a lot of loyal members who were, who've stayed loyal to us. They they're still paying their membership despite the gym being closed. And obviously, my father and myself can't thank them enough for that. So you know, it, it ensures now that. As soon as the government say we can open back up then we're good to go and just you know hopefully we can pick off like we never left
0: yeah that's good to hear because last time we spoke you were talking so much about your gym and how how great it is and how how high level of a gym it is for in your country and and to have that taken away would be a big hit
1: yeah obviously like we're very fortunate i mean i've seen a lot of gym like smaller gyms in america you know like jujitsu gyms and, and Thai boxing gyms have been been forced to shut down because Obviously, they still got to pay rent and, and their bills and stuff like that, but they're not making any money from, you know, because they've got no classes and, and no members, you know, still paying. So we're fortunate, I think, that we live in, like, a smaller, tight-knit community where the old members and even the new members have sort of stayed loyal and said, look, we'll we'll support you through this. You know, we're happy to keep paying. And, and you know, thankfully, that it, it is mean that we haven't had to close down, which would have been a shame for us my father and obviously all the students as well have such a big facility that that's so good taken away from us but you know we're over that now and i think probably sort of month or two now will see us back open and, and, and back running as normal
0: yeah i hope so now during the lockdown i see that you did a lot of uh biking and of course you're probably working out outside running is your cardio hitting another level
1: I... yeah like i mean i always um i always pride myself on on my cardio you know i've, I've I prefer, I'm one of those guys who sort of probably prefer a five-round fight to a three-round fight. I've always always sort of been one of those guys who's, you know, I may not be as skillful as my opponent or whatever, but I'll, there's no way that, that, that they'll be fitter than me. The, the way I train is not possible. And obviously, with the gym being closed, you know, I had to get out and do something. So I've, I've just been running. I invested in, in a road bike so I could do a little bit just to mix it up a bit. You know, you can't run three times a day. So... I feel like that—that's all paid off, you know. Despite being back in fight camp now, i have still factored in. I'm doing a lot more road running. I'm out on the bike two or three times a week, you know, for like four, three, four hours at a time sometimes. So, I think I'm building on that—that um, sort of Nate and Nick Diaz sort of cardio now, where I'm not, you know, where you know I, I can sort of go all day if I go, you know. I'm not, not, you know, I always had the explosive fitness. I I can always explode and wrestle and scramble, but now I'm starting to build that. That cardio as well, where I can I can be in there for 25 minutes and constantly put an output. So I, I definitely feel like, you know, I haven't let the lockdown, you know, go to waste. I haven't sat on my my ass for for three months. You know, I've continued to work, continued to train where I can, and you know, just made the best of a bad situation.
0: That's kind of scary because you already have this like gas tank that you're known for, and then you add to that, it's like, I don't know. I'm I'm expecting something, you know what I mean, in this fight coming up. Now, when did you get back into the gym?
1: Uh, we got back in, when was it? Around probably about four weeks ago, we started doing, um, like I said, the, the the pros had the the green light, so we started doing some pro sessions, obviously social distancing. Um, we managed to get tested then, all of us. We obviously, it was looking like we was going to get fights, but, you know, me and Brett, so, you know, we we got to test it to make sure, look, can, can we be doing some contact? And we've done what we've to do, you know, but it is nice to be back in the gym. It's nice to be, sharpening up again with the striking you know because you can be as fit as you want running and, and and biking but there's no fitness like fight fitness you know if you want to be truly fighting fit, you've, you've got to be as you know rolling and striking and scrambling and wrestling so you know it, it's, it's just good to be back in there and, and getting sharp again the first sort of 10 days was rough because we was all very rusty very flinch you know flinching from shots not scrambling as well a little bit lazy on the floor but now I think we're all starting to sharpen up and we're, and we're all, you know, me and Brett are peaking now ready for the next two weeks. And, and the other the other pros who are not even in the UFC, you know, they go even longer to get ready. You know, they're looking at like September, October time. So they're going to be different animals as well by, by the time their fights come around. So the goal is, you know, get this fight done, get straight back in the gym. And that's all, you know, the, the UFC want to go back to fight the island in eight weeks' time and we, and we can, you know, turn it, turn the ship around quick and, and get back out there.
0: Yeah, that's what it looks like it's going to be. They're going to have fights at, in Abu Dhabi and they're going to have fights at the Apex and they're just going to be going back and forth. So that's kind of like your plan is to just fight every time they go to a fight island.
1: Yeah, because obviously, I've been told like, I, won't, I probably won't be able to fight in America just because they're not. Yeah. i viewed they're not sent in um, new visa applications and obviously where I haven't been to the States for three years my, my visa from back then would be void so I'd need to apply and... I wouldn't get accepted to go there. But obviously, with this fight island now, I'm fortunate enough that, like you said, I can fight. I I know they're in the apex and everything next month. So September, October time, even November time, it'd be nice to get back out there, you know, another time this year. You know, salvage a year of it. I thought we wouldn't be fighting at all this year. So if I can get two fights in before the end of the year, then, you know, I'd be over the moon with that.
0: Yeah, it's a great time. It's kind of weird to say that because the world is kind of in this weird period, but... For a fighter in the UFC, it could be a great time for you to just get many fights in a row and kind of build your name while other guys sit on the sidelines.
1: Well, I mean, like it's a perfect opportunity for young fighters. To, you know, just mm-hmm. stay. It's, the best advice is probably going to be stay fit and stay ready. Because I mean, look at Gilbert Burns. He, he, he fought just before the lockdown, then he then he fought a couple of weeks ago against Woodley. Now he's in for the title. Mm-hmm. He's had three fights in four months and. You know, look, look at it from a financial perspective as well. He, he's making good money, whereas a lot of athletes have been, you know, forced to sit on the side. And we are still in lockdown in the UK, so there's nothing to do. You know, we can't go out drinking and partying and socialising. We, we can either stay in the house or go and train. So we just as well make the most of this, I think. And, and obviously, as long providing we're not injured and and you know we don't pick up no cuts or anything, it'd be nice to just like you said. Turn it round and get back in there. Let's let's
0: let's keep the ball rolling once we can. It's been almost ten months between fights for you. Longest layoff of your career, I believe. Uh, was it somewhat of a blessing? Do you feel? I mean, it's, it's pros and cons. For it. Like I've always wanted to stay busy. You know, I, I I if
1: I'm not injured, then I want to be fighting. So, like you said, it's the longest layoff I've ever had between fights. So also, I've got an itch now. Where I I can't wait to get back in there. You know. Um, Whereas after the last fight, I just I was happy that I, I got the performance I had. I had the gym opening, so I wanted to focus on that a little bit before Christmas. And obviously, the London car would have been ideal timing because had I fought on the London car, I'd probably have had three, four fights this year. But like you said, you you can't do nothing about this pandemic and the lockdown. So you you can either look at it negatively or look at it positively. And I'm looking at it as, as it's, it's just giving me time to grow. It's, is it longer than I would have liked to be out in the cage? Yeah, obviously. But. I've only, I'm, you know, I'm only getting better in those ten months I've had off. I've, it's not that like I've had ten months, you know, sat in the house doing nothing. I've been constantly training, constantly improving, constantly working with top-level coaches. So it, it just means that I'm going to go in there with a complete different package and an upgraded skill set, you know, ready for this next performance.
0: With your reputation, you know, in in Europe and and in you in your first fight in the UFC, you have. You have become like part of this group, this next wave of banner weights, right? Because right now, this wave of banner weights up at the top is, is pretty insane, but you're you're coming. How do you, uh, when does your mentality shift to like calling people out, you know what I mean? Or maybe even like selecting certain fights instead of just taking the fights that they give you?
1: Yeah, obviously, there's going to come a time where you've got to start pushing for that. I mean, my goals were to, like I said, get free fights in this year, you know, let, let the UFC know where I'm about, let them know that I'll fight wherever they put in front of me. And obviously, if I had got my three fights in this year, I would have been four zero in the UFC by the end of the year. And then I think I would have put myself in a spot where I could start asking for these these names. And I mean, not maybe not so much the top five guys, but you know, definitely top fifteen or, or guys like you know, just outside of that. So that was the plan. I mean, it, for a long time or for a couple of months at least, I thought that you know that may have been knocked back here. But I think now two three fights, if I especially if I put on you know good performances. Um, and, and look good, then I think I probably won't even have to, to to call people out because I think they'll start to see what I'm about, start to see the why break of the table, and start to put me in with these guys who's got who's already made it a name for themselves, and think you know let's let's see if he can angle these guys, and, and, and once I get a shot against one of them, you know, to put my name in the mix, and it's just moving up and up and up the ladder from there for me. And I, I've always been like that, you know, as long as I'm winning, I don't want to be taking backward steps. I want to be fighting better guys every time, like I did in Cage Warriors. Slowly build myself up, and then, you know, hopefully tw- this time in 12 months, I'll be knocking on the door, top 10, work and start, you know, calling for some big names in.
0: All right, so now Fight Island, you know, you're going to take on uh, a Brazilian. You were supposed to take on a Brazilian in at UFC London. <laughs> now you switched it up. Got another Brazilian, Anderson Dos Santos. He's got a lot of experience, you know, some decent wins outside the UFC, but winless in the UFC. From watching some of his film, you know, what do you assess?
1: Yeah, I've obviously I've watched his, his, his fights and he actually fought a friend of mine, um, Nad now, and me and Nad did a bit of training together. So I remember actually helping Nad prepare for that fight. But obviously at the time I, I didn't take a you know, a, a great look into Anderson's sort of skill set. I was just there as a body to help Nad spar. Um but yeah, he's very he's very aggressive, you know, he he's he's a typical he's got a typical Brazilian style, you know, very come forward, throws throws wild every shots and, and, and a and a good grappler. But, you know like you said, he's winless in the UFC. He's lost his last two against good opponents, nonetheless. But I think he's going to come out, you know, a bit like a corner dog. You know, come out aggressive and fast, and and want to want to show that he belongs in there. You know, I think you look at both our skill sets. I don't. I, I personally believe I'm better than him in all areas, and I think he, he's probably going to come out and know that he needs to enforce his game plan early on if he wants to outpoint me or, or put me away. Um. So I expect. And to come out aggressive and, and come out fast but that suits my style you know I, I'm I'm not one of those guys who, who will crumble if someone's pushing me forward we've seen that in the last fight and i just looking at to go out there I mean there's no real game plan for this fight it's just go out there like I always do go with the flow of the fight see see what he offers up and, and to take it from there you know it's, I feel like I can get him out there on the feet and I feel like I can get him out there on the ground as well it's just, it's just a matter of seeing how he, you know is he going to come out aggressive because he's lost his last fight or is he going to come out cautious and try and play it safe and point his way to victory. So we'll, we'll see how he comes out, out of the gate and we'll assess it from there. But I'm, I'm comfortable with wherever this fight goes.
0: So you you look at it as like you're going to see what he brings to the table first and then basically adapt and adjust and, and improvise in this fight.
1: Yeah, that's I mean, to be honest, that's how I try and focus on a lot of my fights. You know, I, I always watch footage and, and take into account the opponent's strengths and weaknesses and you know, where I think I have the edge, but ultimately I just try and focus on my own skill set and getting better, you know, because I think sometimes you can have a set game plan, and, and if that doesn't go right, then people start to panic, and, you know, think, what do I do from you, whereas with me, I think if I just, just go out there, fight on instinct, you know, if I hit the takedown, if I, if I fight on the feet for a run, I just take it as it comes, and I, I tend to find that that's probably my best performances, you know, in the last fight, um Noelene was known as, as this this good level strike. Yeah, so You know a lot of people probably would have thought I would just be going up there and, and shooting from the rafters for the takedown But you know, it doesn't ever work that way I just went up there went with the flow hit a couple of takedowns and then I started to find my rhythm on the feet as well So I I want to try and approach this one the same way, you know go out See how the fight goes and and, and think on my feet and, and let my instincts take over
0: July 15th UFC fight night Yas Island Abu Dhabi aka Fight Island Uh, Jack, thank you so much for the time. Uh, Enjoy the fight. Be safe. And uh, we'll speak soon.
1: Yes, definitely, mate. Thanks again. Enjoyed it as always.